0: Good morning and happy Thursday. It is the 28th of May. Um, is this, okay, we are recording this earlier in the month. Um, obviously, anytime we record something, it's always earlier than when it gets broadcast. So that's like a no da. But significantly more early in the month when the executive order is supposed to end on the 28th. Am I wrong about this?
1: Currently, that's what it's supposed to do. I'm curious Currently. if it actually will.
0: Okay. So what's, what do you put your money on Reese? Do you think that when we listen to this podcast on the 28th, do you think there will still be the same executive order like that's ending today or do you, and things will start to open up? Or do you think it will have been extended by now?
1: Gosh, I don't know the way things have been trending. I wouldn't be surprised if it hasn't really changed, Uh but I'm hopeful that we can start in some small capacity to
0: open back to the state. You know, I think that's a good way to stick on it. Like, We hope that by this time, the executive order will not have been extended, and that we'll be able to begin going back into some other things besides just sitting at home watching Netflix and trying to work and trying to take care of my daughters and not get together with anybody I love. That would be great to have some kind of change to that. (laughs) So we'll stick with that so that we don't sound like idiots, if we're wrong. Um, Today, we are reading... First Corinthians. So, regardless of what happens with the executive order, we do know that today's passage is First Corinthians twelve, three b through thirteen, and we do know that the Holy Spirit is alive and active. We do know that every time we come to the Scriptures, God speaks to us freshly. So, we're trusting in that today as we read the Scriptures. Reese, would you mind reading this passage for us? You bet.
1: Therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus, be cursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. Now to each one of the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit to another, gifts of healing by that one spirit, to another, miraculous powers, to another, prophecy, to another, distinguishing between spirits, to another, speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still to another, the interpretation of these tongues. All these are works of one and the same spirit, and he gives them to each one just as he determines. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all of its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we are all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and we are all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for any reason cease to be a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, would it, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body.
0: Thank you, Reese.
1: I think I read further uh, than I was supposed to. Yeah, that's all right.
0: (laughs) I think you're supposed to stop at 13. You read a few more verses, who cares? Um, Thank you for reading that, Reese. Um, So what do you think about this passage?
1: I think it's a good reminder that we all have or rather are good at different things and just because we're not all good at everything there's no reason to fret
0: hmm yeah I like that it's almost like um when he said that reminds you like a good team you know like uh like a uh football team for example which who knows if they'll ever exist in the future <laughs> don't say <Yeah>. that <laughs> Uh, I'm just kidding, they'll exist, <clears throat> but um, they'll be a thing of legends. Um, the each, each position is going to have different, you know, like a cornerback does not physically have the same gifts or strengths as like a linebacker, like or a center, obviously. And they all need each other to be able to work together, um, and to win. Um, and I see the same thing happening here, there's a great. I love that verse four. There are a variety of gifts, but the same spirit. Um, We are united by the same spirit, but each of us plays a different role. And there's unity, meaning we all have the same spirit, but there's also diversity, meaning that spirit expresses itself differently with different sorts of gifts. And I love that about God. I love there's unity and diversity in the Holy Spirit. But what you just said made me think about just the way that we rely on each other. And that's something I've been really learning over the last few years is how to not try to be everything or uh, really good at everything or not try to to stop trying to be self-sufficient and try to be trying to be good at everything and trying to like do everything, but to trust other people and to let other people be good at the things they're good at and recognize which things I'm gifted for and just focus on that. You know what I mean? Like, it's a way of loving each other and trusting each other. Um, Have you ever experienced that? Like, like ways that you're learning what you're gifted for and ways that you're learning what you're not gifted for or ways that you, you know, used to maybe try to do it all? In some sense
1: nothing really pops to mind but I can relate to the sports metaphor because I played sports my whole life through high school Um, and I definitely get like I was on a football team I was not built to be a cornerback or a wide receiver like and that was okay like I was content doing my position well at the same time I might have wanted to play some of those other positions I recognize that you know, my physique was different and it was best for the team if I played a different position. And ultimately I think the team was better off for it.
0: Yeah. Isn't it cool when you just kind of finally own that about yourself and go, all right, I guess this is who I am. Yeah. This whole,
1: this whole passage makes me think back to Tuesday's passage in numbers when Moses had to, you know, get 70 or so elders to help him in the leadership role, because while he was, you know, the head honcho, he couldn't do it all by himself. And yeah. God helped him see that by gifting 70 um, elders the gift yep. of the Holy Spirit so they could help, you know, delegate tasks.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great uh, connection between. Isn't it cool how something from 1 Corinthians speaks back to Numbers 11, which is written hundreds and hundreds of years before that, um, that God is doing kind of similar things throughout. Um, yeah, I do think uh, there's a connection to, to that. There's also the connection to the Acts 2 passage of the Holy Spirit coming down and divided like tongues. It divided. It's what, not like the Holy Spirit came in one person. It came to lots of people, and they all spoke different languages. So there's unity, meaning they're all of the same spirit, but also diversity, meaning they're all speaking different languages. So it sounds a little chaotic and a little crazy and like some people are drunk, but actually there's a lot of unity to it. They're all speaking the same message. Um, and if you lined up a football team, you'd go, these, these guys don't all belong. They're not, they don't look like a team. Like they're all different sizes and shapes, but they each have their role. So there's unity and diversity and everyone plays their part. Um, so I think that's something that I've been really enjoying, like, uh, and staff at Victory Point is realizing, oh, everyone has their different gifts and I can, I can ask for help. I can ask for help from other people for certain things that I have realized I've been trying to do this one thing over and over and over again. And I can't, I can't do it or I can do it, but it takes me so long compared to this other person. Why not just invite them into this with me and to help let's help each other. That's how we think about elders, you know, like um, how do we, like when we're thinking about elder spots and who is nominated versus who, the elders choose to come on board with the elder team. We look at spiritual gifts and ministries go, well, we really are lacking this gift and we want to make sure we have a balanced group because we need some diversity when we're talking about big things. Like how do we carry forward our vision into new and uncertain times? But I think it's also important, like in missional communities and in house churches and in families to realize that we're all different And um, to realize how we're different and to trust each other and to love each other and to celebrate uh, the differences of giftings of one another. So, yeah, thanks for that, Reese. So, I think maybe a good question is for us all to kind of go away with is how are we gifted differently and how are we gifted similarly? You know, like what's the same between me and Reese? What's the same between, you know, me and uh, the staff team I serve with, and also, what's different? Like, what what are what are ways that I am definitely learning that I'm different than the people I'm working with or living with? And um, do you have like any language around that? Like, like I've realized, oh, I'm an apostle, and I think the apest has been helpful to a lot of us figuring out what our differences of giftings are. But this is also a great list here: wisdom, knowledge, um, faith. Discerning miracles, prophecy, interpretation of tongues, tongues, you know, what gifts have you been given by the Spirit and how can you use that in concert and unity with other believers too? So, yeah, this is a great passage. Thanks for uh, helping me with it, Reese. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about in this passage? We good? I think we're good. Okay, sweet. Thanks everyone for tuning in and we will catch you tomorrow with our last day of the week. What are we reading tomorrow? John 20, 19 through 23. Oh, sweet. Awesome. All right, everybody. We will catch you tomorrow with John 20. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you the lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace